What is up, everyone, and welcome to the Five Out Podcast. Today, we've got a special guest. He's a very highly talented high school recruit. He's just committed to Stanford. Before we get into the interview, though, I just want to tell you guys a quick information about us and where to find us. We are a basketball podcast, talk about NBA, college hoops, anything basketball. We usually talk about it on Thursdays is when we release our episodes. You can find us on Apple, Spotify, as well as YouTube. If you check us out on Apple or Spotify, it is at 5 Out. If you check us out on YouTube, you have to check out the channel Sideline Sports. Be sure to subscribe, follow for more of our content, also more of our interviews that we have coming up very, very soon. And then if you want to check us out on Twitter as well, look us up at 5 underscore out. And then you'll be able to follow us there and see some of our daily interaction. We get, we're a little bit more interactive on that app as well. And then you'll, if you prefer Instagram or TikTok too, we do have those. But it's under Sideline Sports. You'll see our five out stuff as well as our uh, uh, splitting uprights and some of our other podcasts we have too. So be sure to check those out. But I'm going to go ahead and stop talking now. And I'm going to go ahead and get this interview rolling. So let's get this thing going. Here is Ryan Agawal. She wants to go get it. What is up, everyone, and welcome to the Five Out Podcast. Today, I've got another college interview, and I, I referenced that it's a college interview because this man is already committed. He's still a junior in high school, though, but he's committed to his dream school. We'll talk a little bit about that here in a second, but this is Ryan Agawal. Uh, we've already actually brought him on once before on the Splitting Uprights podcast, so if you missed that one out, be sure to go check it, uh, look at Splitting Uprights, but we bought it, We I made the Five Out podcast, so I had to bring on Ryan to the Five Out one um, because we talk about basketball, and he's a basketball guy through and through. He's been playing ball for a very long time. Um, but I'm here to talk to him about his junior season. This year was a little bit weird with COVID, obviously. Can you talk a little bit about kind of what the COVID process was like for you guys as high school athletes? Um, it was definitely changed up a lot of things. You know, we didn't get to play in any tournaments with the high school season. Mm -hmm. um, and, you know, we didn't get to go on any out-of-town trips or anything like that. So the, the, the atmosphere around the team wasn't as much of, you know, the chemistry was obviously there because, you know, we're, we're we were a team and everything, but the, mm -hmm. the fact that we couldn't go to school together every single day, you know, see each other in the halls, eat lunch, you know, it kind of took away a little bit from our team chemistry a little bit, I felt like, because, um, you know, we were only practicing in the morning and not seeing each other any time of the day, rather than in the past years, you know, we were mm -hmm. seeing each other eight hours a day, seven hours a day, having classes with each other and whatnot. So, and that fact, it changed a lot of things. Um, also in, in the, the, you know, the fact that, you know, audience wise and all that stuff, it limited a lot of things, um, you know, playing wise, we didn't get to play, um, a lot of teams or we were even quarantined at times because of the, because of the whole COVID situation. So it just affected our season in a lot of different ways and a lot of different aspects. So, um, it was tough, but we were able to play through it. I think it made us stronger as a team together to deal with it and be able to go through stretches where we didn't play together and having to come back and play you know, three, four games in a week or whatever it may be. It was it was definitely tough, but I think uh, at the end of the day, we were able to push through it and get through our season, so. Yeah, there you go. And and you talk about, you know, not having an audience, but you you yourself kind of brought an audience from across the world. Uh, I heard from Coach Snell. At one point, there was about a 1,000 people from India streaming the games because of your family. 
Uh, can you talk <laughs> about kind of what that was like and what kind of feeling like you're, you're famous in India at, at this point. <laughs> um, it, I, you know, it is what it, like, I love my, you know, um, you know, obviously it's a little different having an Indian hooper. Mm-hmm. Um, you don't see those a lot. So, you know, it's, it's, it's truly a blessing, a blessing to, to bring in a crowd of, of the sort, you know, and, and just such a wonderful crowd, to be honest. Um, you know, every time any of my family members or anything or like that are in town, they're always coming to watch my games and everything. So, you know, I love the support and, uh, it's just a great atmosphere to have people, you know, of your heritage watching you and cheering you on and, you know, wanting you to become great. So, you know, that's, that's kind of what the, behind my, my one of my purposes to play the, the game not only that I, just because I love it but you know to do it for all these all these other people too so um you know it's huge to have an audience like that and to have them behind your back you know when times are tough or whatnot so it's 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 big time for for sure yeah when I when I heard that I and then also you know some if you if you know Coppell we have a coach who's now on the bachelorette um yeah. I, I didn't know which one was bigger Ryan having a huge fandom in, in India or, or Landon being on the bachelorette, but uh, uh, it was really cool to hear that, you know, obviously uh, you've been huge in Coppell for the last three years, but to kind of see your name kind of spread out more and more, see you grow over the last four years has been awesome. Um, but this junior year, uh, you guys repeated as three times straight district champs. So every year you've been in high school so far, you don't know what it's like to lose a district championship or, you know, you've only won district championships. Kind of talk about that three Pete and how that felt this year. So it's obviously a big deal. So it's actually crazy because in middle school, both years, I won district champions two by one um, each year. So I guess I could kind of say I have a five-year going mm-hmm. on. Me me and Davon both uh, mm-hmm. have a five-year win streak going on for district champions. So, um, you know, we that's that's one of our main goals every single year coming in. You know, just because we won it the year before doesn't mean, you know, it's just going to be a, um, a easy win the next year or whatever. So mm-hmm. we're, that's one of our main goals. You know, we want to beat our district and it, it seems it's good for playoffs. So um, we had to come in every single game, especially during district when people watch a lot more film and take a lot more time to, to prepare for the games. Um, winning district um, and being able to do that after all that preparation the other teams do for you is, is, is really, really big time. So, um, you know, we, we obviously celebrate it and we, uh, we cherish the, uh, being able to win that because that's, that's for sure a big thing um, of the season. So um, it's, it's felt good so far, you know, three times. I'm hoping to get it my last year too and, and be able to continue it on in college even if I can win in conference championships and whatnot. So um, it's, it's, it's been fun so far and I hope to continue doing so. There you go. You're, you're like Trevor Lawrence when it comes to winning games. You know, Trevor Lawrence hasn't lost a regular season game in college or in high school. You haven't lost a district championship <laughs> since middle school. So yeah. keep the trend going. Um, and obviously that, you know, you've played with AB and, and, and DeBonk, um, but Nas this year, I think he plays on your AAU team, but adding Nas yeah. to the Pop Hill high school team, what was what was his, uh, his kind of role in having him play with your high school team? What was that like this year? He was big for sure. He was another great scorer for us. He, uh, he has like a bulldog mentality you know, to go get a bucket whenever we needed one. And, um, you know, he's able to just, he's a good defender. Like there's many games where we're just like, he just had a spark, he came into the game and mm-hmm. was able to just get steals and um, create offensive looks and everything. And so um, he was big in a lot, a lot of games this year and, and really, really helped our team in a lot of ways. So, I mean, he was, he was just a great addition um, to our team. No doubt now, about it. Now, not to bring up any bad news, but uh, you guys did lose in the second round of the playoffs, unfortunately. Yeah. Can you kind of talk about that second round game and what that kind of what, what kind of happened in that game? Yeah, for sure. Now it was a, it was obviously a game we want to get back. You know, we ended up losing by three. We 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 kind of let it let it go at the end of the or started end of the third quarter and started the fourth quarter. Um, we kind of you know gave them some um, 
some leg room and uh you know we, we ended up oh my fault i'm all nicely <laughs> call me um uh we ended up you know we still ended up fighting until the end you know um you know we were down by 11 with i think like a minute 30 minute 40 left and we still came back and only ended up losing by three even had a chance to tie it at the end but you know it didn't go through so um you know i'm glad that we kept pushing until the end we didn't give up but you know the fact that it was that close and and in my opinion was not the greatest game for us um you know obviously everyone's gonna say calls this calls this and all that but then today you know it's really on us that we we didn't really prepare well for for them you know we should have um you know played better defense we uh you know, we were getting good shots, you know, a couple guys just didn't make as many shots as we usually do. So it was, it was tough in that, that aspect, but you know, you gotta be able to push through. And so we didn't, we weren't able to push through as much as we probably wanted to that game, but yeah. it is what it is. It's understandable. You know, luckily you guys get one more year and you return a yeah. lot of guys. Um, you return kind of your main core, you Devonk, AB and Nas. Uh, what's kind of the, what's your senior year outlook looking like? How do you guys feel about the next year? Looking good. I mean, we added uh, Noel. Noel was ineligible last year because transfer papers or something didn't go through, but we're adding him this year too. And a lot of other guys like Will Parker, Alex also coming back this year and a couple of the younger guys that coming up. So um, I think we have a solid group. You know, we, 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 uh, we're going to focus on, you know, trying to like, we'll be able to play more games this year. So I think that'll help us allow out, uh, help us out a lot more during the, um, you know, playoffs time. And we're playing a lot of competition too this year um whereas like last year I felt like we didn't really get as much competition because of COVID and everything going on so this year we're playing a lot of good competition around the city and I think it'll really prepare us for the playoffs and so um you know our goal is obviously to go as deep in playoffs and try to try to win state championship but you know at first we gotta we gotta take care of the games earlier on pre pre-district and then in district winning district championship and then going from there so yeah I will say that the hopes around Coppell right now especially basketball are super high um a lot of talent I don't I don't think we've had this much talent in a, in a very long time, you know, yourself and AB are four-star recruits. I don't know what Nas is, but I know he's 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 got stars next to his name and everything like that. Yeah. Um, so Coppell basketball is, is at a very good spot right now. You know, Coach Snow leading the charge um, mm-hmm. and everything like that. So uh, put the city on your back, Ryan. <laughs> do, it, do it for the old boys. Um, I got you. So we'll, we'll be out there supporting you guys, of course, as always. Um but, but let's go ahead and talk a little bit about your uh, AAU ball, you know, 3D hoops or 3D empire, I should say, actually. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, the names I just mentioned, Nas, AB, Devonk, yourself, you guys all play together in AAU. And that's so valuable because um, you guys are still building that chemistry for next year as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, talk about what that's kind of like playing with those guys almost year round. It's great. Um, I don't know if you've heard, but unfortunately, Nas, uh, he tore his ACL. So he's oh. been. So he's he's out for yeah this summer, but hopefully he'll be back by next year. Um, but still, the fact that he's been playing with us for so long, you know, it's mm-hmm. one summer, um, I doubt's gonna make too much of a difference of you know the chemistry wise there, and and he'll be back sooner than later. Um, but the fact is, like you know, 3D this year has been you know we've been balling, and and we're, we're gonna try to take it to our, to school as when whenever school comes around. Um, you know, we've been playing a lot of good competition around the country. Um, you know, we just beat the, I think like the 11th team in the country and we were just ranked 17th in the country. So, you know, we're going to continue to keep, keep going up and up in the rankings as much as we can and keep just balling out and playing and, and having fun and hooping. It's our last summer together. So that's what we're just trying to have, trying to have fun and, um, you know, obviously trying to carry it into school season and, and obviously playing so much together, uh, you know, really does build up the chemistry. And so we're going to just try to use that um being able to play in the summer and in the school year to, uh to, to our advantage next year trying to get as far in, in the playoffs and you know when times are tough you know just sticking together 
and knowing that we've been through so much in the past together. Um, so we're just going to use that to our advantage that a lot of other teams can't. So, Well, first off, that, that sucks for Nas because for recruiting, yeah. this is the biggest summer uh, for you guys when it comes to recruiting like that. So praise up to him. Hopefully he has a, a fast recovery and whatnot. Yeah. But um, sure. talk a little bit about the difference between AAU and high school ball. Um, because I, I've experienced it, you know, I've talked to many guys who have, who have played AAU ball. It is complete. It's a different beast than high school. Can you talk For a little sure. bit about the AAU scene? So I think each has its own perks um, and then each has its disadvantage. So I think school ball is a little bit more like more teams watch film on you. Mm-hmm. Um, and so it's a little bit harder to score in the sense that there's a lot more defense played. I, 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 feel, I believe in school, you know, um, you're not just going to be able to go one-on-one. You're not going to be like, you know, there's more plays, there's more, slower pace of game as well in school ball. Um, I think the, the the good thing about AAU, however, is you play a lot more competition. You play a lot more of a national circuit. Um, you know, you're playing the top players in the country, um, you know, whereas it may not be as much defense played, but you're still playing higher competition guys. So um, there may be some one-on-one ball. The game is a lot faster played in AAU than it is in high school. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's, it's two different types of games. You know, you have to be able to adapt to both. And, you know, a lot of teams in AU still play slower and a lot of teams in high school play fast. But um, for the most part, overall, AU is a lot more faster paced, score more than other team type game. While high school is more, you know, we need to get stops and then score more than the other team. Um, so it's just two different, two different whole worlds of basketball. So I got you. Yeah, it's yeah. Uh, It's completely different, you know. Um, yeah. It's fun. It's fun to go to AU games, but uh, like you said, just kind of like the NBA, they don't play a ton of defense sometimes. Um, mm-hmm. So you know, if you like offense, you know, AU is where it's where it's at. Yeah. Um, now I've been seeing a lot on Twitter. Uh, you and AB are on these uh, balls live videos and stuff like that. <laughs> what What is that feeling like seeing yourself on Twitter and and all these things on these big basketball uh, uh kind of networks it's huge you know uh you know like three years ago or four years ago you know I would never have been you know there was I think my first tweet was in eighth grade when someone tweeted my name out mm-hmm. um and I was just super happy like you know like I was like man like this has never happened to me before some guys tweeting my name out on Twitter for everyone to see saying I played a good game like you know before if you played a good game it was just you and your family happy you know there's no there's no there's no world outside of that you play a good game it's just at that game and only you and your family and maybe some of your teammates know that you played a good game nowadays you know if you have a good game your name's all over twitter you know everyone's blowing your feet up you're you're getting retweets you're getting tweets comments all this stuff um all on social media so it's 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 really crazy to see how think like the tables have turned in the sense mm-hmm. that like social media plays such a big part now but um you know you can't take you can't just a lot of times people would just um take advantage and just get complacent with a couple of good games and getting their name on Twitter and all that stuff. But, you know, just seeing your name on there, you just, you can't just, you know, you, that's just going to make more pressure for you. you got, you're going to be held to a higher standard every time you see your name. Cause now more and more people are going to see that you're playing good games. So mm-hmm. um, it's good in the sense that people, more and more people are going to know you, but now you got to be able to continue to play at that high level um, and continue performing for our, like all these new people knowing who you are. So mm-hmm. um, it's, it's great though. You know, it's, it's, Every time after a good game, if you see your name on Twitter or Instagram or whatever, it makes you feel good. You know, it makes you feel like, okay, like I played a good game, people recognizing it. And, it, mm-hmm. and it's, it's really good to see like, you know, your results coming, your results actually showing now after all that work that you put in. So, 
I gotcha. Yeah, it makes sense. Now, I do have a question because I never had the opportunity to do this. But how <laughs> awkward is that picture after a game where they come up to you guys? Every single picture I see, like, you know, AB or just <clears throat> even the random kid I don't know, they look so awkward. Do they like, tell you guys not to smile or what? what's what's like, why are they so nah, awkward? I used to just smile every time I took a picture. But then over <laughs> time, I was just like, nah, I'm just not going to smile because I just probably look like a like a little like softy or something mm-hmm. if I'm smiling so a lot of kids will just not smile because they want to look hard and look like mm-hmm. you know they're cool and all this but I mean it's not it's not really awkward because a lot of times you know the guy taking the picture because a lot of times the guys who recruited you so you talk to them you know that they, they obviously are about to post you or whatever so um you know they're, they're gonna tell you good game and all this stuff so it's not too awkward taking the picture but I know what you're saying none of the pictures are ever good for some reason <laughs> I'm always looking crazy in them like I I always just I wish I could just send them a picture for them to use but they always gotta take one after the game so well it's like it's I mean yeah you just you guys just played a 40 minute game where you probably played <laughs> 38 of 38 of the 40 minutes and you're fully sweating yeah. uh yeah, and, I know. And maybe just won like a last minute game like it's a tough day at the end <laughs> and they come running up to you and you're they're taking a picture of you picture, yeah um yeah. so yeah you look all crazy but I I just thought that was funny I wanted to ask you because like I said I've I've never had anyone in my teams ever been taking pictures of like that before at least yeah, that I saw. Um, so, and it wasn't as big as it is now. You know, we had we had some yeah. some kind of stuff back then, but now it's like everyone every single weekend. It's a different picture. It's a different yeah. team, different players. Yeah, no. you know. for sure. But uh, we're actually going to take a quick ad timeout here from our sponsor, Anchor.fm. When we come back, we're going to be talking about Ryan, uh, his commitment to Stanford, and his video that I had the opportunity to actually watch with a bunch of kids at a spring break camp. We'll be right back. And we are back, uh, as I mentioned right before we left, we're going to talk about uh, Ryan committing to Stanford. The last time we had him on, he had a bunch of different offers, a bunch of big offers here and there. Um, but I don't believe Stanford was one of those just yet. Um, and and if you had the opportunity to, I'm sure you, they can still go back and watch the video, correct, on YouTube? Yes, I think they should be able to. Um, yeah, they, they can watch on my Instagram or YouTube. Yeah, it's all, it's all available. So. Yeah, so if you guys want to go check that out, I had the opportunity to actually watch it live. We were doing a uh, spring break camp for Cabo High School, uh, and Ryan actually that week had come and, and talked to the kids. And on that Thursday, our last day, we watched his commitment video. Uh, can you talk about the just the overall, like, kind of the process of making the video and kind of what went into just the video itself? Yeah, so at first we, uh, you know, at first, you know, I had to figure out where I was going to commit. And, mm-hmm. uh, you know, I talked to my head coach uh, for 3D, and we, we kind of had made a decision or, like, you know, kind of narrowing it down I talked to coach Schnell and coach Shaw and all of them kind of kind of figuring it out to and you know I, had, I always loved Stanford it was always my dream school and but you know I'm not just gonna pick it just because of my dream school I have to make sure every box is checked so you know talking with them and figuring it out finally was able to come to the decision like you know there's no need to wait every box is checked everything's perfect mm-hmm. you know I'm I'm not there's no reason to wait so you know we made the decision that I'm gonna commit um and I told them about maybe a month earlier and then um about, about um, half a month to a month earlier. I'm not sure exactly when. And then, you know, we had to find, we had to, you know, find someone to make a video because we wanted to make a video as a special moment. So we wanted to make it as memorable as possible. So, um, you know, we ended up uh, trying to look around and eventually we were able to, I, I remember that my, my freshman year, um, there was a, a guy named Landon Flesher, who was a mm-hmm. senior when I was a freshman, he made a promo video for the team. And it was like a like a hype video for the basketball team. It was super, super dope. And then I um, was looking through his Instagram and saw that he was at UNT, uh, part of the football team's um, film mm-hmm. group. And, you know, he's in film study for, um, 
for college and I was like oh that's like that's perfect he's like super close that's super crazy like that he's like right there and he and I loved his video so you know I was like all right like look, you know maybe I should just hit him up to give see what's up so I you know called him gave him a shout he answered replied and I said you know would you be down to do this commitment video I, and he's like yeah I've never done one but I'll be down to so I was like yeah like let's just give it a shot you know to see what's up so you know we started started getting some ideas I wrote the script for the whole thing mm -hmm. um kind of trying to figure out like where I want what stuff you know getting different ideas talking with him and um then we, you know, we started filming some some of the, the parts. We went to rail tra uh, the, the train tracks. We went to the gym. He had like a mm -hmm. smoke machine. Um, we had like all the gear. And then uh, he actually came over to my house and we did the um, the script. Uh, you know, I went to my media room and just had a microphone in my mouth and I just read the whole script multiple times to get that perfectly down. And then, you know, he came to the game, helped to record some of those parts for the video, mm -hmm. and then even, um, you know, took pictures of our family in, in some of the Stanford gear you saw at the end of the video. Yep. And just overall, the whole video, you know, it was at different parts. Um, and then one of the, the the coolest parts was, you know, having to find a lot of the videos and pictures of me when I was younger, because, mm -hmm. um, you know, it just like, you just go back to the times of like, you just, you, not a lot of times you just sit down and look through a lot of pictures and videos of you from your past self. So I was able to do that with my family and just go through and, you know, old pictures of my family, my friends, you know, me playing basketball. It was just super cool to see, you know, from where I started to where I am right now. So it was just, it was just a really fun, really fun process, to be honest. You know, there was no stressful part about, part about it. There was no certain time we needed it done. So it was super like well-flowed and, and we were able to get it done, um, you know, in pretty, pretty good time. Like I think about a month, maybe a month and a half. So not even that long at all. So it worked out perfectly. There you go. Well, it was it was a very well done video. Uh, I know we all enjoyed it, watching it with the kids and stuff. Um, but the the title of it is different. Can you kind of talk about what the word different means to you and why you wanted to title it different? Yeah, my, for sure. Like I, I consider myself, um, you know, not in a cocky way at all, but I consider myself different just in the fact that, you know, you don't obviously basketball wise I um I'm trying to be my own player you know mm -hmm. um you know I obviously have models in the game of basketball in the NBA but I'm trying to be I want to be my own player in the sense that I want others to look up to me I want I want to be a role model for others so in that aspect I, I I feel like I can be different and I feel like I am different but also in the aspect of you know being an Indian hooper an Indian basketball player you don't see many of those and you know I want to be the first that makes it to the league and makes an impact in the in, in the league you know there's been a couple of players that have gone but um Satnam Singh and um Simbular um I think were the names of the the two that that went to the NBA but in my sense I'm, I want to make an impact or you know just even in the college world make an impact in the game so um that's my that's my my dream to to just be different and uh um be something that not a lot of people have been before and, and put on for a whole culture so there you go. Yeah, of course. And and he explains it a lot better in the video. So make sure you guys go check out the video. I'll put the link in the for description sure. for you guys um, to be able to go watch it. Because, it, it, like I said, it was a very good video, had a very good message behind it. Um, but now we're talking a little bit about Stanford. So whenever you got the offer from Stanford, what was that emotion for yourself whenever Stanford kind of officially gave you an offer? First, it was so it was me, my mom and my dad on the Zoom call. And it was about an hour Zoom call. We were in my living room and we were talking they had all the coaches on. We, they had gone through a whole presentation. I've already gone on an unofficial visit, so I kind of knew a lot about the campus, but it was a lot more about the the people there, the coaching staff and all that stuff. So, um, you know, they and at the very end, you know, he said, you know, Ryan, we'd like to offer you a scholarship to Stanford University. And you know, immediately, you know, all me and my parents and I were all super happy, super, you know, like um, 
thanking the coaches, of course, you know, we, we love the school, we've been loving it, and they've talked to us for about a year before that, so the fact that they finally offered, and, um, you know, I know it took a while, but it just shows that they were really, like, looking at me, you know, they, they do, a lot of schools would just offer you before they even talk to you, and I don't really think that's the right way, so, um, you know, it really showed me that they were really trying to take the time to evaluate me and make sure I fit perfectly in the, in the program, and so, um, it was just a wonderful day for us, honestly. Mm-hmm. Um, I had received an offer from Harvard, I think, two days before and Princeton the day before that. So it was really just a good weekend, honestly. Yeah. Um, you know, I was I was just like feeling some type of way from those two offers already. And the fact mm-hmm. that Stanford came in again just made it even, even better. So it was just a it was just a great day. And, and it was my dream school. So like I was just on the top of the world at that day. So it's a great moment. Now, I know you talked about how you wanted to kind of do your research and not just, you know, pick Stanford. But when they offered you, um was there a little voice in the back of your head that was like just say yes I'm going (laughs) (laughs) no there was like I knew like my dad had slipped out kind of like he's always wanted like you know uh in in the back of in my my mom and my dad's head you know Stanford we've known kind of is like uh just a just a wonderful school not knowing like we weren't for sure like we was gonna commit there always but um you know it was definitely like in in on the top of all the schools um you know what among a couple others so the fact that like when they when they had offered my dad kind of slipped a little bit it was like you know when my sister when Ryan's sister got um admission into A&M she threw away all the letters and say let's let's just go she's mm-hmm. like that's how Ryan's feeling right now so he kind of slipped up a little bit there but I mean it, at the end of the day like it just it just showed that you know we, we were just we just loved Stanford so much so it was just it was just a great day well, you're continuing the, the Coppell excellence when it comes to going to Stanford, you know, names like Solomon Thomas, who now is playing in the NFL for the or the Las Vegas Raiders, Jonathan McGill, uh-huh. who's at Stanford at the moment. Uh, you, you know, you're following that suit. What does it kind of mean to be an, uh, a Coppell athlete that go to Stanford and follow the greats like Jonathan and Solomon before you? It's it's huge. You know, I hope to live up to like how, how like, you know, what they've been doing and what they did at Stanford. Um, it'd be crazy. You know, I think, I think Jonathan has a chance to go to the league after this coming year, if he plays good. And so if he goes to the league, I've just hope to follow them to go into the NBA. So it was just, it's just great people to be behind. So it's a big time for sure. There you go. Um, now Stanford hasn't been like the greatest when it comes to basketball, you know, they're, they're known for football and other sports. Um, but how are you trying to change that when you go to Stanford? What is your kind of goals at, at, whenever you get to Stanford? Yeah, so the year that COVID hit, actually, they were they had a pretty good year. Mm-hmm. They were they were going to go to the tournament, but you know, obviously, got canceled this past year. However, they didn't have that great of a year. They actually had a lot of struggles, to be honest, which a lot of people don't know, which uh, you know may have affected them too. For two months, they were going on a two week trip, and um, they were gone, and they only packed for two weeks. But if they had come back to campus, they weren't allowed to play anymore. So they actually stayed in a hotel mm-hmm. for two months, um, you know, on two weeks of luggage and uh, practicing in the uh, Golden State's old arena and just having their games there and everything. So um, it was, they had, a, it was, they've gone through a lot of struggles and they, they had a lot, they had a lot of um, obstacles to overcome, but they still had, they are still able to play a good season. You know, I mean, obviously they didn't make it to the tournament. They didn't win the conference champion or anything. And that's, that's tough, but you know, the guys coming in before me, the one year above me, Harrison, Issa, and they have another big coming in, but they are, um, both really really good players you know high level players you know Harrison's I think 19th or 17th in the country or something like that and he says top 50 top 60 so both of them pass first like amazing guy like mm-hmm. you just if you see them play the most unselfish guys you'd probably ever see play so um you know seeing such guys of such high stature 
in rankings and stuff, being able to pass the ball so well, being able to make plays and, you know, you want to surround yourself with people like that. And so me coming in as a, you know, not just a shooter, but being able to shoot the ball and be able to move the ball too and be able to pass and spread the floor. Um, I think it's just going to work in perfectly with the system. I think they're really building something over there. So should be, should be really good. Awesome. Well, you know, the only negative thing about you going to Stanford is that the time zone is a little bit different, obviously. Um, yeah. If you, if you watch sports, Pac-12 games are always on at like 10 o'clock our time. Yeah, super um, late. So, so always on really late. That's the only negative thing, but I'm sure you're going to have a huge following as you go to Stanford, um, not just from Coppell, Texas and the Dallas area. Also, obviously, as we mentioned before, from India, um, you know, it, it's going to be huge. Are you, are you nervous about the academic side of it? Uh, talking about um, the school stuff. I, I wouldn't necessarily say I'm, I'm really nervous about that part because I've talked to a lot of people about it. And, mm -hmm. you know, I, 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 a lot of them say the professors are really, really chill because um, a lot of the kids there, like 60% of them are athletes. So everyone's dealing kind of with the same thing that you're doing. And, and it's not more necessarily like, oh, like the classes are so hard that, you know, I'm going to fail. It's a lot of the classes are like, they want you to, they just want you to learn. They want you to mm -hmm. pass. They want you to become a be better. Like, you know, so it's not necessarily like, how a lot of schools are where it's just like, I got to study so, so hard and, and you know, just got to pass. A lot of the teachers really care about the students going there because, you know, a lot of the kids are just, you know, their future like multi-billionaire, multi-company like mm -hmm. company owners and everything. So, um, you know, I think also the fact that my freshman year, I'm not allowed to room with the basketball player. They are, they make you room with someone other than a basketball player because they want you to have a box outside of the basketball team mm -hmm. and be able to, um, you know, experience and new things like that. So I think, with an atmosphere like that at Stanford, it just shows that they want you to surround your people with people that can help you with different things. So I think, you know, even if I was struggling with school, I'm going to have a lot of people that, that in the back of my corner that help me out, you know, whether it be a teammate, whether it be some other kids or even tutors, if I really need it, um, I think I'll all be there and, and I'll, you know, it's all in my hands if I need it. So there you go. It sounds like it's a, it's a very good situation over there. Um, can't wait to hear about your experience, you know, after your freshman year, of course, we're going to be knocking on the door trying to get you to come back on for a third interview. Um, but, <laughs> sure. uh, but again, you know, uh, but I got to, we always, how we always in the, the podcast and all, all of our interviews, we like to ask a couple, you know, kind of random questions. This first one is basketball related, um, but you kind of talked about a little bit earlier. Uh, who do you, who do you think your game uh, most reflects and who did you kind of model, model your game a, um, after? Um, I think like a lot of, I, I think like what, um, one of the games I really, really like that, you know, I don't think I'm there yet, but I think I can get there over time is Kevin Durant. Um, you know, he's a, he's a tight handle and he's a nice shot, um, especially in the mid range and post. Um, and he's a pure shooter that can just shoot. So I think I kind of modeled my game a little bit after him, but also another guy that's not, um, you know, as good as KD, but still really, really good. And people, I think he's underrated him is, is Brandon Ingram. Mm -hmm. um, I think I'm, I get like, you know, being a long lengthy guard like that and being able to put the ball on the floor and, and make tough shots and being able to, you know, have a nice little fade to his game and, and uh, just be able to shoot from anywhere on the court. Um, he is a really, really nice game. And so I, I, I model my game after him too and just watching him play. And um, it's just, I can see myself a little bit in both of them. So. Gotcha. And, and just so people know, like, yes, Ryan, you are one of the best shooters in Texas. But as people are starting to see, you you have a very high basketball IQ. And I think people are starting to realize that, that you're not just a shooter. You're an all-around player. And as those guys you just mentioned, they're not just shooters. They're all-around mm -hmm. players. So uh, yeah. we're starting to see that a lot more. The next one, hopefully this doesn't get you in any trouble with any teammates. Um, but who is the messiest teammate when it comes to, like, their lockers, their duffel oh, bags, yeah. 
um, you know, you can say Coppell guys or you can say your 3D teammates. Who's a messy? Oh, it, it, both, both. It's Anthony. Anthony's <laughs> the messy dude I've ever, I've ever, I've roomed with him in Kentucky when we went. You know, probably if you came in, it was probably the message from yours. Like you could just, my, my clothes were in one corner mm-hmm. and the rest of the room was all his stuff. He's the messy. It's like, if you even come in our locker room, his, his locker is like just filled with his clothes, his shoes, like messiest dude for sure. Like no question. There's no, no question about it. You, you gotta, you gotta get him to, you know, be straight. You gotta, <laughs> you gotta fill a ball. You gotta help him fold his clothes and do everything. That's the worst. Yeah. Thing. There's no changing him. He, he just, he, somehow he always finds his stuff though. He always just. It just shows up out of nowhere in in the bottom of the pile, but uh, I don't know. My my senior year, uh, Jackson Solari. I don't know if you remember him. Um, Teddy's older brother. Uh-huh. Uh, he he was like that. His locker room was full of clothes. <laughs> we actually before the football guys got there that year, uh, they had a little staff go around, like the like the staff infection go yeah, around yeah, the locker yeah, room, yeah. and it stemmed from Jackson's locker because his stuff was full of just everything you can imagine i mean you know how the lockers are like i'm talking about three-fourths of it was filled with clothes and shoes and just piles of it and it was disgusting um (laughs) but so so jackson reminds me of ab and my final question for you uh you're kind of a little tiktok famous you got a little nice following there what in what in your opinion uh is or was the best tiktok trend the best tiktok trend Hmm, that's low-key a good one um i'm not gonna lie like this may not be I'd have to think of it, but since you put me on the spot, one of my favorite ones is the, like, there's this trend where it's like a glow up trend and it's like, Mm. this guy sings a song like super raspy Mm -hmm. and then then it goes like, there's a beat drop and he sings like it's super, like super well and shows like the the glow up trends and like sometimes I'll be seeing like a lot, a lot of baddies on like TikTok that I'd just be like, dang, like they just really had a glow up, like now I'm going to have to go shoot my shot on on Instagram or something like that. So that's probably my favorite trend to be honest because I just see like, it's also crazy just to see people in general just glow up like out of nowhere. Mm -hmm. So I'd say I'd say that one. To me. Have you have you done that trend? Because you, cause I you did something up. similar to it. I okay. did something similar to like a basketball trend where I showed like my my picture when I was like in eighth grade with like mm-hmm. braces and short hair and all that to like a, one of my pictures from this past year. So I, I kind of did it like similar. It was a little different, but for the most part, it was, it was pretty similar. So do you not do any of the dances? You're not a dancer on TikTok? Nah, I mean I do. I just keep in my drafts though. I don't post them <laughs> unless I post them on like private where it's like only my friends can see. Cause I don't want to see like a lot of people see me dance as much unless unless I'm I mean I'm not a bad dancer. I just I just yeah. gotta keep Are you uh do you like Charlie or Addison more? Um honestly, uh or is there, is I like there... Charlie. I like Charlie just because she just seems like she just seems chill. Like she just seems like a cool personality girl. Like and she's in. She just seems like a really nice person to like a cool person to be hanging around. So I like. I mean, I don't get it twisted. I like Addison too. <laughs> just in case Addison's watching this, I like you too. But Charlie's on. Charlie's on top, probably. Yeah. Gotcha. Well, well, hopefully, you know, hopefully maybe someday you'll get as many followers as her because that's insane. Yeah. Um, maybe she'll shoot her shot in my DMs one day. We'll see. <laughs> well, <laughs> hey, you'll be you'll be in Stanford. You know, there's gonna be a lot of beautiful women out there in, in Palo Alto <laughs> um, and just in that area in California in general. Um, but thank you, Ryan, for coming on today. I'm gonna give you there. this opportunity to shout yourself out on any Instagram, TikTok things, or you can say any last words to any of the kids out there. But this the floor is yours. Is you get the last words here, sir. Yeah, I mean, my Instagram's Ryan underscore Argoal. Um, I mean, y'all can add me there. Um, just say what's up or whatever it is. And, you know, appreciate y'all watching, though, and tuning in. Um, you know, if y'all have any any question or anything, just hit me up on my social media, and I'll get back to you as best as I can. So I appreciate it, though. Thanks, Drew, for having me on. Of course. We'll see you guys next time for our next college interview. But you guys have a good rest of your day.
And that's going to do it for our interview with Ryan Agarwal. What a guy. Can't wait to see what the future holds for him. He's going to do great things at Stanford as well as his senior year this year for Coppell Cowboys and high school. But that's going to do it for our interview. We'll see you guys next time. Before I forget to mention, go ahead and follow us on Apple, Spotify, at you, on YouTube as well. Apple, Spotify, check us out again at 5 Out. Uh, if you're watching on YouTube and you guys don't know where to find us, Sideline Sports is the actual channel name, not Five Outs. So be sure to follow and subscribe to those. It's 100% free to do. If you guys enjoyed this content, please go do those. We post stuff every Thursday as well as our interviews uh, every Monday. So be sure to check those out. If you want to see some of our stuff on Twitter, be sure to check it out on our uh, at five underscore out. And then on Instagram at Sideline Sports as well as TikTok at Sideline Sports too. Be sure to check those out. That way you guys can be involved with our future stuff too. But we'll see you guys next time. Thanks again, Ryan, for coming on. It was a blast. We'll see you guys next time for our next interview. She can get it.